0: Hello and welcome back to Growing Rural Ministries. I'm Reverend Megan and I am so thrilled to be joined today with Bill and Sharla Burnett. They are a husband and wife and they are both rural pastors. So today's interview offers us a unique opportunity to sort of compare and contrast rural contexts, hopefully in a way that offers encouragement and strength to us all. So, welcome, Bill and Charlotte. Thank Thank you. you. Good to be here. Would you go ahead and just uh, give us a brief introduction to your ministries?
1: Please (laughs) first.
2: Okay. um, I currently pastor a small rural church in West Tennessee, uh, a growing, vibrant, uh, happy little Regular rural church, the typical ones that you see as you drive down the road um, all the time. It's settled back in the country and the farmland and families, uh, just happy people, loving the Lord, doing their best to grow and continue. Good.
1: Okay. And I have two small churches and she said hers were small. Both of mine together are not as big as hers. So... How many members do you have?
2: Uh, in the 40s, 50, I, yeah. I guess close to
1: 50, about 50. Yeah, so I have two churches that uh, the buildings have been there probably since the mid to late 1800s. And generation after generation, of families have worshipped there. And um, but unfortunately, as people as people go up and move out, it's in a very rural kind of um not easy to get to isolated areas, so <clears throat> we've got down to the core, uh, folks. I have about I have sixteen in one church and seven in the other, um, and uh, they're mostly farmers. And um, well, one one young man uh, grew up in that church, and even though he lives in town, which is about twenty minutes away, he still goes to that church. And he's the co-op local co-op manager, so he's not a farmer, but he does have a farm, yes. so. Just, you know, good salt of the earth uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord that uh, just, you know, meet and worship and, you know, serve the community as best they can with their limited resources. It's uh, Do you want the names of the churches?
0: If you want to share them, you can. That's up to you. Yeah, know, it's
1: uh, Ebenezer, which is in Regan, Tennessee, uh, south of Lex. And then the other one is Liberty United Methodist in there in uh, Scotts Hill.
2: And mine is Nebo, United Methodist. And it's officially in Beach Bluff, but it's between Lexington and Jackson. So,
0: Very good. So, Sharla, I want to start with you. How are you currently seeing your churches thriving in ministry?
2: Well, Megan, I'm glad you asked. It's a really exciting time at Nebo. Um, We just finished off at the beginning of this month. A confirmation retreat, and we had 32 young people and their parents together as a group. I know, and this is a church that was running in the 40s when I first came. You know, post COVID, uh, things are, are a little scary, and people are not getting out. But one of the things that um, has really helped our growth, we did good, and and the people were coming along and coming back from COVID and being excited, but. I was pastoring two churches at the time, and I um, have since just focused on that one church. I've, I'm not not pastoring the other church. And one of the things that we've really seen, um, I see a lot of uh, a push to keep the 30 and under group, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong; we do need our 30 and unders, and we do need to focus on them a lot of times, but. I'm thinking maybe 13 and under. It would be a, a better goal for a lot of us because what we started doing at Nebo uh, pretty much at the very beginning or close to the beginning when I started pastoring there, we had a lot of children uh, between first grade and probably fourth or fifth grade. Most of our children were in that age group. Early readers wanting to be involved in the church, loving the church, but kind of figuring, you know, it's, it's grandma and grandpa's church. Actually, it's not even mom and daddy's church. And so I started asking the children to read the sermon text. You know, we're going to use NIV, make it a little simpler. Some of the kids uh, struggled a little bit at first, but because because our elderly are seasoned saints, as I call them, our parents and grandparents they they didn't object to having to wait a little bit longer to have the text read to them That's i'd great. say or having someone stumble over the text it didn't have to be perfect but the children started reading the text and in doing that i think we started with them a love of or an eagerness to read their bible because they wanted to see they wanted to practice somewhat and wanted to be able to get into those things so we started involving the church, the children in that. And from that, from that started more and more involvement of the children. Well, what we saw just recently in our confirmation retreat was the children and their parents. Now, most of the mamas already came to church. We did have a couple of daddies. I'll have to give them kudos, but most of the mamas were faithful. The daddies were busy, Mm -hmm. but in seeing in their children, being involved and wanting to do and wanting to do more, daddy started saying, I need to come see my children participate. I need to participate with them. That led to a family confirmation class that we started teaching. And basically, we just got out the Methodist Terminal and started reading and studying there and explaining whatever questions they had bit by bit, paragraph by paragraph, no Uh, no fancy materials. I looked at places and just started with the basics. And at the end of this month, we're going to have a baptismal service. And we've got three adults that are going to be baptized, several children, and several of them are going to be joining the church. And it's just, like I said, it's a really exciting time.
0: That's awesome. So you said you've got about 50 in worship regularly and 32 of them are, we're
2: in this class. Well, we're running in the I'd say fifties and sixties now. Okay, the church has just continuously grown. But yes, we had thirty-two. Um, the only people that weren't there at the confirmation class were uh, grandparents, and and wow. part of that is because they hadn't had confirmation classes of any type sure. for forty plus years, yeah. is what they told me. So it's sure. it's it's something everybody needed, and even. Uh, those that had been through it wanted a refresher.
0: Sure. Oh, I love that. I love that it started by getting them involved in reading scripture Mm -hmm. and just letting them do it however it came out, not being concerned. That is so beautiful. I love that. And then it it it? becomes a a grounding of the family in scripture. That's
2: awesome. It really has. Um, And we let them... They're, they picked out new bibles we're going to present bibles to them it's just really an exciting time and i think seeing them love uh, it's funny i use an ipad like most you know nowadays we've got this sure. ipad and i've got my notes up there but when they would come up there to read they love pastor charlotte but they did not want to read off her ipad they wanted to carry their bibles mm-hmm. turn to the page find the spot it was It was really cool to see them love and they had had it highlighted and stuff. So it's loving their Bibles. That's 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 awesome. awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. They're even journaling. Wow. They're just, they're really, it's really, it's encouraging to watch.
0: Yeah. So Bill, tell us about your congregations. They're considerably smaller, but how are they thriving? Where are you seeing potential for growth?
1: Well, we don't have the benefit of much youth in our churches um we do have in in Ebenezer there are two um teenage um age um kids that are um that have grown up in the church as well and um they're pretty faithful um sometimes uh, sometimes they'll bring friends and so forth but um Talk about Sydney's Munich yeah. And then, yeah, right. And then one of them, a young lady named Sidney White, she's precious. She's, uh, I think she just turned 18, not too long ago, graduated high school, but she has a thing. She used to do the children's, um, you know, little children's sermon. And then once the children grew up and moved on and, and, uh, and moved out, I guess, uh, left the church for <clears throat> the town church, I guess you would say <laughs> they, uh, she she just kept doing it, but now she calls it Sydney's Minute, and she has, like, a little devotional thing that she does, she'll read us, she'll read a scripture, and, um, speak on it for, it's a, it's three or four minutes, and then, um, has a prayer, and then, um, we, and then she leads us in the F faith, so that's a blessing, um, she's really, uh, Really, kind of a vivacious young lady. I so, and uh, so I, I've asked her, hmm, Have you ever considered the ministry?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> she said, No. I said, Well, I'll keep praying for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Yeah. But I'm again, you're praying. seeing young people reading scripture, falling in love with the word of God. Right. Yeah. Right. How is that carrying over to your congregations then?
1: Oh, well, I think it's encouraging to them. I think they're, yeah. I oh, think they would
2: sorely miss Sydney's minute if it wasn't yeah. there. Yeah,
1: and in fact, when she's when she's not there occasionally, it's, it leaves a hole in the service, you know. Sure, so,
2: sure.
1: Um, now, the, the other church, uh, Ebenezer, we don't have any youth there at all. Liberty. Um, Liberty, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they don't have any youth there at all, but um, we have... Um, well, six members, and there's a there's also a, a an older Chinese man that comes, um, and he's a precious soul. Nice. Doesn't speak real good English, but but I'm able to communicate with him, uh, and he's just really loves
2: the word, loves loves to the pray. word,
1: loves to pray, loves the music. Um, so he's a precious soul, um, but. Um, we did have, we, but that, in that church, I did have a baptism recently. It's yes. um, the Lord. One of the men that, uh, <laughs> his, when we first, we started pastoring that church together. The, mm-hmm. In fact, both of these churches, we started, and Charlotte was really the, the pastor preacher. Um, and I led the worship and cause we started out as a team. And then when, when Charlotte was going to be moved on, um, at the start of last season, um, there were were just a dearth of pastors here, so Mm -hmm. um, they said, you should take that church, you should take those churches and pastor them, and of course, at first, I was like, oh, no, no, not me, I I can't do that, I'm not, I'm not a pastor, but, but the Lord just uh, wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me go, so I kept feeling that, um, you know, I just keep, why not, why not you, well, because, you know, I don't, I'm not this, I'm not that, or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. but, long story short, so I ended up staying, and it's, I've grown into the position, I think, and it's, it's been a real blessing, um,
2: there's a sermon in that, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so
1: so that, from that point, I just, you know, I started taking the classes, and became a licensed local pastor, and, um, but as, back to the baptism and liberty, we had this one uh, gentleman who, when we first started, he, he wasn't coming, just his wife came. And then eventually he started coming. And, um, and I, I could tell we had to remember the baptism service last year, and I felt like I didn't handle it well because I should have said, you know, come to remember your baptism, or I should have given, I should have used language that was more inclusive of people that hadn't been baptized, so he didn't come up, so I knew he hadn't been baptized at that point, and I I kind of felt bad, but not too long after that, um, he, uh, he told me that he wanted to join the church, and so I said, praise the Lord, we want you to join the church, Um, and so um, we, we you know, I had some counseling with him and, um, you know, talked to him about, uh, you know, what what he was agreeing to. And we went over the liturgy and um, a few weeks later he came in and we we had our baptismal service. It was my, my first and only baptismal service. And you
2: had a crowd that Sunday. And, and he
1: brought his family and there was, I mean, there were probably about 16 of them. Mm-hmm. So it was a blessing. His sons, his grandsons, his granddaughters daughters in laws, it was it was wonderful. So I pull in my church and usually there's like four cars there. I pull in my church that morning this it's just like, you know, there's just all these, you know, I don't know how many there was like eight or ten. Cars. I was yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, praise the Lord. Of course I said, y'all can come every week. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so that's been a real blessing. Um you know they they're active in the community. Um they they feed folks they're they're active in the singer center uh at scotts hill um and then ebenezer is active with the um the uh what do you call it no the um the children um oh goodness backpacks oh, for yes. the children that oh, yes, yes, the yes. children that have to with, be placed in the, the, foster care. the
0: foster care okay
1: yeah there's a uh child services
0: casa
2: casa yes that's Kasa. it
1: Kasa, okay. yeah you get old like me you well anyway so they're involved in that and um they're just um they're just good faithful folks you know they're showing up and and even though their numbers are small they're they're um serving as best they can
2: yeah serving where they are
1: serving and serving where they are yeah
2: it's
1: yeah. good yeah it was one of our favorite uh, singer songwriters had a, had a uh album a couple years ago that in his um his kind of theme was love local mm. and so that's we're big believers in that love yeah. local love where you are your little mm. corner of the world shine the light there
0: yeah well as you both talk it sounds like uh i just i'm i'm remembering the story of um the apostles in prison and the prison guard and how he and his whole family then (laughs) were saved and, and baptized. And, and, um, you talked about this man, um, his wife was coming first and then Mm. he started coming and then he brought a truckload of people, (laughs) a parking lot full of people for the wife's name. But, um, so what, do you know what it was that got him started coming
1: well, I, I think um, I, I think he was leaning that way anyway, but he had a little health scare, oh,
0: okay.
1: and uh, I think that's probably the impetus. That gave him the little nudge. I think it was probably, I better get right with the Lord. Sure. Um,
2: but I think a lot of it, too, had to do with the fact that uh, this he felt comfortable yeah. with you as a pastor. He felt comfortable with the church. He felt loved and accepted. And I, I mean, I know that big churches have a lot of programs and can, can do a lot more things, but there's something to be said for the sense of belonging that you have in a small sure. country church or small city, wherever it happens to be, but that that small, like the class meetings sure. or the band, that little group that knows me and loves me in spite of myself. And I think sure. that's what... That was a lot of what I think made him start really attending regularly in the first place. Yeah,
1: I get the feeling that maybe he had a, maybe he had an experience when he was younger because I know that he grew up in church. I, mm-hmm. I get, the, I had the feeling that he maybe had a unpleasant experience maybe or something. That's just, I mean, sure. he hasn't really come out and said anything about. It. That's just, you know, you can kind of tell sometimes when people are really shy, and and I think he's kind of a shy person anyway, but. Um, yeah. but uh, danny's danny's been he's been coming awesome. regular and uh, so
0: yeah well charlotte i love what you were saying about the class meeting style of ministry and that's sort of how you handled this confirmation class yeah. too you didn't have some big curriculum it was very yeah. much conversation about the vows the beliefs the core uh yeah. principles there and and um and I think that's what we're so hungry for in our society, it, that that connection is just lacking when you've got a big curriculum that you're focused on getting through all the talking points or
2: whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, we had tried um, we had tried a confirmation class before, and it was just like you said, It 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 didn't really suit what we were doing, and of course, that was when I was still at Ebenezer. Yeah, that was a
1: church I'm at now. I
2: think another piece of it uh, that's real important to what we're doing in our churches is that Bill and I are not cradle Methodists. So when we came across this wonderful Wesleyan way, it, I just <laughs> fell in love. with. I, we, it. we fell in love with the theology. We fell in love with grace, and... Mm-hmm. Um, the understanding of prevenient grace and then justifying grace and, and sanctifying walking on with him step-by-step. Yes. Step. So that I, I, and I think a a little bit of the excitement that we have for that rubbed off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we were kind of like me- Methodist evangelists, not necessarily evangelists for saving souls, but evangelists for being Methodist, you know, for being sure. Wesleyan because a lot of these churches, you know, I mean, they're, they're not real Wesleyan theology. Wesley, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're kind of there's kind of a mix, you know. I think that the predominant churches around here would be Method. I mean, a uh, Baptist and Church of Christ, and so there's kind of a mixture of that. Um, so, but you know, we're uh, we're just we're just grace pre- and sanctification pre- preaching the Methodist Ooh. way.
0: There you go. Because
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Good. Well, do you have one piece of advice or encouragement that you would give to fellow rural churches right now? Sure, do
2: <laughs> without hesitation. <laughs> Good. I would have to say that, and, and here I'm going to give you a plug. Meeting you and sitting in that group, that breakfast that we had that 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 first morning, uh, and seeing other rural pastors mm-hmm. and feeling that you're not alone, some of the struggles that you have. um, Because a lot of times the curriculums that come out and the books that come out and all this, this is this guy that's got a mega church and it doesn't necessarily apply to to our world. But when you talk to other uh, pastors and comfort one another, encourage one another and and listen uh, and share... To me, it's just just such an encouragement, and it and it gives me uh, it gave me uh, the the push I needed to go out and do a little bit more. You know, you are capable. We don't have to have the big programs in order to see souls saved, or in order to to help people grow in discipleship. We just use the hymnal, just open the Bible, just you know, just start and just start. Good.
1: Just because we're small doesn't mean we can't love the community Mm. and make a difference.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you both for joining me today. Let me pray for you uh, before we sign off. So gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for Sharla and for Bill and um, bringing us together at the New Room Conference um, so that we can tell the story of what you are doing in rural ministry. Um, Thank you, God, for um, pastors who love their churches, who love the word, and who are instilling that in um, the lay people, Lord, and in the young people. Thank you for families that are um, coming together because of this love for your word. God, I, I pray your blessing upon their churches and their ministries and on the, the ministries and pastors um, and ministry leaders who are tuning in to this video or podcast. Lord, I um, I ask your blessing. Guide us, Lord, to love local and, uh, and to make disciples as you have called us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Thanks for thank joining you, us. Thank you.